Hey Peter, what's up my brother? Are you ready for your seven favorite modern vocal chants? Not if it's going to be featuring you and me singing. Tracks. Ooh, tracks. I'm Adam Ennis. And I'm Peter Martin. And you're listening to the You'll Hear Podcast. Daily music advice coming at you. Coming at you today, like always, sponsored by Open Studio. Go to openstudiojazz.com to check out all of our courses. We've got great piano courses. We have the Piano Access Pass, which is all of our piano courses. A lot of great stuff. A lot of great stuff. A lot of exclusive content that comes there. Beautiful community. Beautiful community. Wonderful community of folks. Not just pianists. Well, the Piano Access Pass is is mostly pianists. But we have all these folks um, that we've been talking with and meeting. Folksy folks. Folksy folks that are on the All Access Pass, which gives you everything. They're instrumentalists and they're like, I've always wanted to get my piano chops together. I want to learn guitar, whatever, but especially piano. And so we've got Jazz Piano Jumpstart. We've got Jazz Piano for Beginners. We've got a really nice beginner kind of series that goes all the way up to the advanced we like to call it from the cradle to the grave for your jazz piano <laughs> needs but call it what you will and then uh, for your drive the podcast which is where we're at right now we are we are just totally going to infuse ourselves you are a loyal listener into your life if that's okay well, you know like, people... we're gonna we're gonna get up in you know your bed with your husband or your wife as it were if you're married we're we're gonna proverbially proverbially lay down weird. in between the this two is of you. Really weird. We're, me and Adam put our arms around both of you and say, "Come on, let's listen to some music. Let's out. hang out. Let's do some lessons. Let's do some podcasts." This is getting out, Alex. No, I mean, isn't this getting out? But it's that's the out. way. I mean, that's you know what I'm saying. All right. Yeah. Uh, well, one thing that our listeners have loved recently, like some of our more popular episodes, have been our listening episodes, which yes. I like because you know in our new pod suite setup, oh, like man. there's no headphones. No. There's no like, Alex, can you turn on the so no. we can hear better? Just a couple crappy speakers and you and me oh, and, and yeah, Alex, buddy. or whoever. Oh, yeah, it's uh, Alex. So today we <laughs> wanted to, to focus on some vocal tracks. We don't yeah. do a lot of vocal stuff here, uh, but we do love vocalists. And both well, of we, you... well, well, we don't do. You know, you were saying that before. We have never done this, but we infuse many of our best well, ofs with a vocal track. Like it's it's really sure. in line with what we do. But in terms of exclusive, like we're just looking at vocals. And we have true. been singing more lately with the inclusion <laughs> of our uh, supreme listener Byron Lovelace. Ooh, Byron has in- inspired the vocal. Yes. Come on, come on, uh, come on, so, Byron Lovelace. <laughs> so today we're gonna do seven of our favorite modern vocal tracks. Modern is in quotes because you like to make fun of me that things that are twenty years old are <laughs> modern. But we got some stuff from, I, there's at least one thing from 2018. So that's That's, that's got to be modern. This first track, though, is 25 years old. So our new thing is going to be, because this will be a moving target, in order for it to be modern, truly modern, it has to have been recorded since your kids have, are, have been alive. Okay. And then if we want to be moderately Damn. modern, it's going to be since my kids have been alive, because they're getting older, as are yours. Right, you true. know what I'm saying? Okay. okay. Well, we're going to start with a track from the late 90s. This is from Jackie Terrasan, his album called Rendezvous. Also known as Jackie Terrasan. Jackie Terrasan. Jackie Terrasan. Yeah. All right. Either way. Uh, <laughs> How about the correct way? <laughs> okay. The correct way works, too. Um, it's Dogmatic Tuesday on the You'll Hear It podcast. Speaking your grammarian, Jackie Peter Terrasan <laughs> with uh, Cassandra Wilson. This is from Rendezvous. This is a great trio. I used to love this trio when I was a kid. You were already a grown up with a career. And a beard. And, <laughs> and a bald head. <laughs> That's right. And I was, a, I was but a young teenager. A young who farmer really liked uh, the interplay between... Jackie uh, Terrison and Leon Parker, mm. drummer on this uh, this record, uh, but Cassandra Wilson is just killing this. This is yeah. Old Devil Moon. 
something in your eyes I see soon begins bewitching me it's that old devil that you stole from the skies it's that old I love Cassandra. I mean, I think that, you know, you know, when Blue Light Till Dawn came out, I think that was like 93, 94 around there on Blue Light. Like that really set the tone, I think, for the 90, maybe it was even 91, but it was like, to me, that set the tone for the level of, um, in one direction, of course. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, well, One Direction, the band later on, it really set the tone, <laughs> but that was like 20, 20 something. No, but it was like, she set the tone for this kind of atmosphere. Oh, I hate, you know what? I always said I wasn't going to be one to say atmospheric jazz. But well, it is kind of atmospheric, isn't it? Um, but that record, you know, for that on, on Blue Note and stuff. And then, of course, Diane Reeves on another channel had already kind of set a certain tone, like between the two of them and then many others. And we're going to explore. We'll get there. We'll get there. We'll get yeah. There. But I mean, for, for Blue Note, like those two women, I think, you know, were so innovative and masterful at the same time and kind of, you know, parallel careers, but so distinctive. Yeah. And it's so cool that some of their, their great albums were on Blue Note kind of during this time period. And they're th- both killing it still. I think Cassandra makes just such great um, vibey choices with all of this stuff, yeah. man. She just has this soul, like this amazing soulful way about her her approach to a song that just brings me in from the beginning. Yeah, and she's a master of surrounding herself and this was actually, wasn't this a Jackie Terrison record, actually? Yeah. Yeah. But, but I mean, she, you know, there was Blue Light Till Dawn and then New Moon Daughter, which I really like. To me, good, yeah. that was sort of the extension of Blue Light Till Dawn. But, um, you know, Cassandra is and, and was already at this time was a master of surrounding herself with musicians, vibe and sound and creating that, not just like, okay, I'm going to come sing with whoever. Yeah, yeah, I mean, yeah. she's definitely versatile, but like she's more of the type of like, I'm going to create a vibe with what I'm doing. So if, if you've got great musicians, that's why it's so important to have really good players like Jackie. Or I guess it's technically Jackie Tarasson. We maybe will both are wrong. Uh, this next uh, this next track is from Gretchen Parlato. This is mm. Herbie Hancock's Butterfly. There's a YouTube... Who's? Uh, Herbie Hancock. You ever oh, heard of him? Pianist? Composer? Uh, this is Butterfly. There's a YouTube video of her, and this, and on the YouTube video, it's with Aaron Parks and I think Alan Hampton and Mark Juliano. Yeah, I'm not sure if that's the same band for this recording. Let me check it out. But I love this. This arrangement has become very famous now. The way she does it, with the vocalese up top here. Do 
reharm of a reharm. A reharm. It's a Russian doll of reharms. A hat on a hat on a reharm. <laughs> nice. Beautiful. What a vibe. I mean, what a what an entry point there. Isn't that nice? Yeah. There's some good stuff going on there. Gretchen Parlato, Butterfly. Incredible. That's modern. 20, 23, I had to look it up. The 2013. Is that the band? Did you see? Uh, I didn't see the band. No. All right. We'll get that information. Yes. Get it to you before the end of this podcast. Live in New York City. Live in New oh, York. this is... Uh, no, we can tell you right now. Cool. I mean, you know, most likely as we talk here and look... Um, yeah, man. So how you been? Pretty good. I think that's definitely Mark Giuliano, just judging from... I seen Kendrick's... Oh, yeah, that's Mark Giuliano. So part of it is Kendrick Scott. Oh, right. Um, part is Mark Giuliano, so I'm not sure which one. Alan Hampton mm-hmm. on bass or Bernice Travis. You know, it's one of those records where they, it's all mixed up, man. Come on. Benny Maupin's on on some of it. Sweet. Oh, no. Music by Herbie and Benny Maupin, I was going to say. Wow, yeah. that'd be amazing. <laughs> I was like, dang, Wayne Shorter's on it with Herbie Hancock? Well, that's the composers. Um, Taylor Eitze. Oh, yeah. That's Taylor, right. Yeah. I'm a big fan of Taylor. I don't, I don't think we've ever mentioned his name on the podcast. He's, he's a modern, he's young guy. Oh, I guess he's not a young guy anymore. I mean... I remember when he, he, when he was a young guy. Such an interesting career, too, for yeah. a while, being propped up as like this sort of Harry Connick type singer. Right. You know what I mean? Right. And then is like turned it into this like serious piano Yeah, player. he's... he's I'm, I'm a big fan. Big fan. It's awesome. All right, what we got next? What's up? Uh, okay, next we have Kurt Elling. Undone. Oh, yeah. This is one of my choices. I love this track. Woo. Fun fact. First heard this in LaGuardia. Come on, Air- Chicago. I heard this in LaGuardia Airport. And I remember like the intro I'm walking, the Delta Terminal. Was Kurt playing at LaGuardia? That was <laughs> it was. I was like, Kurt, is that? She's coming down. And then as soon as he came out, I was like, oh, that's Kurt. I was like, damn, what she is this? She didn't know what she was headed for. And when she found what she was headed for, it was too late. She's coming you know, classic Lawrence Hobgood, Chicago, Chicago arrangement, you know, vibe underneath. Sean, I hope you're digging this, man. <laughs> and it was too late. Ooh. It's really nice. I love these kind of arrangements. They're like, they go in and out of other times, but they never feel like it. It's almost like it's just a simple folksy yeah. coffee shop smooth jazz. You saw the chart of this. Yeah. yeah. Oh my god. It's, it's like a it's like a advanced bar graph. Truth, but, all she got was but I mean to me, like Kurt, he's just such a master of phrasing and just you know there's a reason he's Barack and Michelle Obama's favorite male Is he vocalist. Really? Jazz vocalist. One of them. I know. They're they're huge fans. Yeah. That's awesome. Fun I love fact, he um purchased a no, I'm sorry. Did he purchase or sell his um apartment in chicago to the obamas did he really not that long ago like right before uh no they you know he bought an apartment from them in hyde park when they were moving into their house or something but it was just a couple years before he it was like right when he was becoming senator from illinois he was a state senator and he was already elected they're like we're gonna move into another place and they were fans yeah and they knew each other he got there and he's a fan you know and they're like oh we love your music you know stuff and he said they gave him um a uh potted plant Oh, which was nice. not part of the uh, the uh, purchase sale agreement. That was just a little gift. Not to get too it. political, but the Obamas <laughs> seem like nice people. They, they, they were nice people. All right. Uh, next, we have Esperanza Spaulding. That's like that was such an like. Well, really, the Obamas do. Of course they do. Uh, this is I know you know. Mm. 
level right there. So yeah. That's great stuff. Oh, love me some Esperanza. I know you know Esperanza Spalding. Uh, all right, man. This is we got. We're just like pumping out the hits here. Come on, man. Once you go to vocals, man, you're going next level here. Yeah, there's now a lot you're getting of, into some, some a lot of record sales here. going on exactly. in this list. <laughs> it's, it's amazing. Damn, they got us. They got good music and they sell a lot. Yeah, usually We've it's only got like maybe good music. Yeah, like yeah. like we found a copy on the street somewhere, <laughs> you know, and it's like the most classic monk record you can think about. And now we're talking about like actual number one hits here. All right, let's go to Gregory Porter. Um, uh, we have uh. Some St. Louis Cats and Gregory Porter's touring band. I don't yes, think they're on this years. recording, but uh, shout out to Emmanuel Harold and Jamal Nichols. That's right. And uh, this is uh, Liquid Spirit from Gregory Porter. I love this track so mm. much. It's a hit. Unreroute the rivers, let the damned oh. water beat. What? There's some people down the way that's thirsty, so let the liquid spirit free. The people are thirsty because of man's unnatural hand. Watch what happens when the people catch wind When the water hits the banks of that hard, dry land Clap your hands now Go ahead and clap your hands now Clap your hands now Go ahead and clap your hands now mm-hmm. Get ready for the wave It might strike like mm. the final flood The people haven't drank in so long The water won't even drink mud that might be. No, I don't comes, think it is actually. He he, he did. Ruben did play. Ruben Rogers played on that um, recent record, the Nat King Cole record. Oh yeah, yeah. They record with the orchestra in London. Man, you know what I love about Gregory Porter? Like the way he sounds here is the way he sounds live, yeah, and the yeah. way like he is a pro. Yeah. Uh, I got a chance to play with him a couple times, and every time it was always like no rehearsal, kind of like you know, kind of thrown together festival thing or whatever. Well, he's got those St. Louis guys in the band. Yeah, 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 yeah. <laughs> yeah of course, no rehearsal. Exactly. <laughs> Whoa! <laughs> St. Louis shit! No, but, it, I mean, it was like, you know, and then he actually, he sat in, not sat in, he was kind of like featured guest a couple times with Diane Reeves' band when I was playing. Oh, really? And it was so fun because, you know, I'd go talk to him and, and hang or whatever. I was like, what do you want to do? He's like, whatever you want. Like, he's, he would just come in. It was never like, what key are we doing? And he's just like, no, whatever, however Diane does it, that's cool. And he would just come in sounding like that. That's great. He's very, like, relaxed, high like level a... of musicality. Obviously, he's got the showmanship. Like the Obamas. He like seems the, like a good he, guy. He can glide onto stage <laughs> and deliver. Yeah, no, he's a deliverer. He's a, I mean, you know what? Everybody on this list is. Let's, know, let's, let's be. Including our next singer. This is uh, Cecile McLaurin Ooh, now and we're a little younger, little. Little, little, little more younger. contemporary man her voice modern vocals. is like it's like a it's like a coat, fine coat it's around. like a cashmere coat <sighs> that that you place on your and she's so cool oh yeah Sullivan Fortner Sullivan Fortner this is I love this record I believe they got nominated or won a Grammy for this they should have you know I the never window. really see they have great chemistry are. yeah mm. you know I never really I love this song too Dory Kaimi's obsession just when I think that you've gone, I feel you take a hold of my hand. You're like the wind that blows in front of a storm. The electricity explodes. This is almost like the, the you know, she's a very theatrical now singer. It's it's almost, and Sullivan has a huge range. You know. It's wrong or it's right. It's almost like the greatest this Broadway is too strong Broadway You could ever imagine. Yeah. yeah, yeah. Doing a rehearsal of a, of a great song. It's incredible. Open. Somewhere there must be a place where two heartbeats can touch. Effortless. Where lovers can meet in the daylight. She's listening to Sarah Vaughn. Oh, you think? Yeah. Oh, Sarah Vaughn does a great version of this song. So do I really need the shadows you hide in this passion that lives in the dark? Show me your heart. 
I, I know this this whole episode is about the vocalist, but I, I have a question about Sullivan because you knew him when he was a, a kid, like yeah. like kind of starting out. Yes. Did, was he? Did he come out with that kind of touch? That touch is that special. Well, not this this good, but he was at age like 13, 14, whatever when I first met him and 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 was coaching him. He was already like the musicianship was already there yeah. at a high level, but it was just. At the fourteen-year-old, but a genius fourteen-year-old level, yeah. but he hadn't really. When I first heard him, he had like hardly heard jazz at all, right. and so it was kind of a, a little bit of a faux pas. I gave him a CD like Herb, Herbie Hancock, Empire and Isles. I happened to have. I was like, here, go check this out, and then he brought it back the next day, and I had like learned half of it. I mean, I probably should have started with something a little more basic or accessible because he could play. He could play a little bit of classical stuff. He knew a lot of church stuff, and like he could play a little bit of jazz, but. Yeah, yeah. He just hadn't really heard anything. I was, I was literally like, "Have you ever heard of Herbie Hancock?" See, I was already you shrilling Herbie you had back this then. Podcast back then, just without the mic. And he's like, "No, who's that?" You know. And then the next day, he's like, "Oh yeah, mastered him." You know? <laughs> I was like, "Cool, that's you're, you're gonna have cool, a good man. career." That's very cool. Yeah. Uh, so that's number six. We have one more, but before that, uh, if you want to check out this playlist, look in the description here. We have a link to it uh, for our seven favorite uh, modern vocal tracks, our Spotify playlist. And don't forget to go to openstudiojazz.com to check out all of our courses. We do have a vocal course by Diane Reeves, who is rounding on our list here. That's right. And so this is from um, a Grammy-winning record, uh, A Little Moonlight. Oh, are you on that one? Uh, I don't remember. Let me look. Yes, I am. <laughs> no, this is fun. I, and I put it on here because I love the whole record. I did a couple of the arrangements, but this one I did uh, at a hotel room in Austria, I remember, like, before a gig, because Diane's like, we should do Skylark, and I wanted to make sure we did it. So I just sort of... Just did it, kind of an idea that I had. It's very cool. And then we we put on the record. And yes, then, you're very good. Huh? <laughs> no, no, no. It's not that. It's just I love when like just a little idea, w w what any great modern vocalist or otherwise can do is can make it seem. It's just a they don't need a lot. Just a little bit of an idea and a great song. That's all. That's all. That's all she needed. This is Diane Reese Skylark featuring Peter Martin. And yes, until featuring me. Well, okay. And until tomorrow, you'll hear me. <laughs> Won't you tell me where my love